Welcome to Autism Communication Toolkit. We are your host, Sherry Summers. And I'm Alicia McManaman. And we are two pediatric speech-language pathologists. We are here to help you cut through the misinformation to help you shift your thinking about what it truly takes to open the door to communication so that you can take charge and become your child's best communication partner and advocate. Today's episode is sponsored by Step-by-Step Academy, a six-month parent coaching program designed to help parents unlock their autistic toddler's communication. Schedule a free 20-minute consult with us, and you can email us at sherryandalicia at connect-speech.com. That's C-H-E-R-I-E-A-N-D-A-L-I-C-I-A at connect-speech.com. Or you can find us at our website, which is www.connect-speech.com. Let's get started. Welcome back. As always, we are so happy to be here and share this time with you. We all know that what matters in your journey as a parent of an autistic communicator is not only the approach and strategies you use with consistency, but the mindset practices you use consistently. Just like you must practice and hone your skills of our approach, like bringing the fun, reading every piece of your child's communication, and responding in the ways they need it most, you must also consistently practice managing your mindset to make it through those ups and downs of this journey. By mindset, we mean the awareness of how your thoughts in any given moment shape how you see your world and everything in it, which in turn leads to how you respond, which in turn leads to growing more of what you have your thoughts about. But it's also understanding how your brain may try to mislead you and how you can take charge of your brain in the same way that you were taking charge of your child's communication progress. There is now so much research out there regarding how brains work. Research about how the primitive parts of our brains are still primed to be on the alert for the negative to keep us safe. This is why our thoughts will so naturally default to the negative. So doesn't that feel good to know that? And as parents, you know, we can spend so much time beating ourselves up with negative thoughts about something and then beat ourselves up for even having the negative thoughts in the first place. Totally. But this is human nature. This is how our brains are built to protect us and keep us safe. Our brains don't understand that we no longer need to be on constant alert from predators in the wild. So it now perceives danger every time you step out of your comfort zone or start to move forward or feel too much hope because it's looking for ways to keep you exactly where it wants you, nice and safe in the cave. So if left unchecked and not intentionally directed, it will go to the negative quicker than you can often catch it. So when you catch yourself going to the negative, don't judge it. Don't judge yourself, just notice it. Noticing it and realizing that you have some power over it is instrumental in the progress we make in all areas of our lives and is especially critical in your journey as you work to stay consistent and persevere when it feels difficult. Yeah, the good news is that we can intentionally teach our brains what to look for. In fact, very often we do this without even realizing it. Think about when you decide that you're going to buy a new car. All of a sudden, it is as if you see that car everywhere. It's as if they came out of nowhere, but this is just your brain at work. So the cars were there all along, but your brain is now selectively narrowing in on them like a computer searching for matching data. 
When we are looking for something, our brain can always find the evidence, positive or negative, depending on what we have put it to work to do. Most of us don't realize that we can put it to work at all, that the thoughts in our mind may be untrue, just a survival mechanism to keep us from stepping too far out of our comfort zones. Each of us has our own perception of the world we live in, both an overall general perception that is a basic foundation, but also perceptions that come and go and change daily based on exposure mm -hmm. to what we see and hear in our environments. And left to itself, research tells us that our brains are drawn to the negative, and we all know how one thought can build into another and another until, you know, before we know it, we are carried away. <laughs> Yes, for sure. So here's a simplistic example of what our brains can do if left unsupervised in just a few hours. See if you relate to this. I for sure can. So you're heading out on errands and something you see or hear led you to the thought, people are so rude. Maybe it was a story you heard on the news or a mood you're in that day or you see a rude neighbor as you're driving out. It doesn't really matter. For whatever reason, here comes that thought. So as you head into your day to go out on errands, your brain gets to work. It is looking for more evidence that people are rude. When you are driving, your brain notes those who are not paying attention to the road or who cut, may cut you off or are driving too close to you or who don't acknowledge when you stop and let them cross. Any number of things that you may not have even noticed on another day. But today you notice your brain makes sure that it is catching them today because this is what you are focusing on. Maybe without even realizing it and your brain loves a job to do. <laughs> the more you see, the more your thoughts are solidified and the more aggravated, frustrated, discouraged, or disgusted you become. Yeah, thoughts gather and build on each other like a tornado gathering strength. And you see rudeness everywhere and you're almost shocked by how right you are. The clerk who barely, barely looked up crowds not watching where they're going, all of it. And you may not even realize it, but in turn, you are responding differently, reacting to all you are seeing. And the cycle grows, and we can all relate to this, right? I can. <laughs> uh, this is how easy a thought, if left unchecked, leads to a focus, which then leads to tons and tons of evidence. Because what we look for, we will always find. The exciting thing is that the opposite is just as true and powerful because what we focus on will always grow. So say you are heading out to errands and your neighbor raves and gives you a sweet smile and a thought pops in, oh, she's so sweet, which warms you up and leads to another positive thought about people in general, like connection feels good or people can be so kind, etc. I'm sure you get the idea. Yeah, your brain quickly goes to work on gathering evidence. So on your drive, you notice the passenger in the car next to you smiling at you, the person who stopped at the curb to let you go by, and the cute kid in front of you in line. And you feel optimistic about the world, about people, and about connection, and you respond to everyone you meet that way. So this was the same drive, the same people, good and bad out there that you ran into, the same circumstances, all of it. But what you focused on grew as your brain collected the evidence for where you were focusing. Then you respond accordingly and the cycle continues until you either run into someone else who changes your mind and you are guided externally. Or you can choose to grab a hold of the thought and focus on what you want to grow. And some days, and this can be harder than others, mm -hmm. I had a thought, I am so tired today. Yes. 
<laughs> but it feels so good to know that it is possible to change it. Yes. And we are, just to be clear, we're not encouraging toxic positivity here. We are not encouraging you to ignore honest feelings you have regarding this journey that just come as part of the territory. But we are providing you with reminders to empower you, reminders of how our brains work to empower you in order to intentionally guide your focus to create the progress you want. If you think about this, it totally makes sense, right? This is the essence of our approach. So before you learned to focus on all communication, you were missing so much of it as you focused solely on words. And as a result, you focused and focused on those words or lack of them, right? And your discouragement over the lack of words grew and grew. And then your responses to your child unintentionally reflected this. But now, as you know, the unequivocal value of all communication, even the slightest piece, this is what you focus on and what you focus on grows. First, because your brain is now looking for the evidence of all pieces of communication. So now you can see it more and more, but also because you're responding to what your focus is. You are responding in a way that brings more and more and more of it. And you are amazed at the beautiful pieces of communication that you focus on And you're amazed at how they grow. And it's beautiful. And we hear from families all of the time who are struggling with the ebb and flow of this process, which is totally natural. And this is why we have a podcast episode on it. The ebb and flow is just part of the process. It's the reality, right, Sherry? Yes, for sure. There will be days or even weeks when you just won't see much happening or less than you saw before. We've talked about this a lot. This is when your thoughts can get you carried away. Most often it's thoughts like, oh, he's regressing or I am not doing enough. And if you are not careful, this is where your brain will focus. And your brain, like a computer, quickly retrieves all of the evidence you can find from this week or even this moment to validate those thoughts. It confirms it. You are right, says your brain, and sure enough, you have collected all the evidence, and you are sure that your child is regressing, and that it is because you haven't done enough. But you could just as easily find the evidence for the opposite. You can stop that unmanaged thought and question it. And you can switch your focus to seeing what pieces of communication are still there. When you look for it, you will always find it. Then what you look for, guess what? It grows. (laughs) And without even realizing it, as what you look for grows, you begin responding differently because the evidence is piling up within that moment. This is why it's so important to tune out the noise from others like social media, your in-laws, everyone else's voices but your own. This is your garden to grow, not theirs. And you grow it a little more each time you choose thoughts and focus that move you forward. This is why so many of our families use old podcast episodes like The Gap and the Gain, The Power of the And, and Managing the Ebb and Flow, like we already mentioned. It really helps them to reset their focus when their worry thoughts take over, and it reminds them of what evidence they want their brains to look for. So what you focus on grows, not only in your mind, but in your life as you create more and more of what you focus on. And we see our families do it week after week, and we know you are too as you grow and nurture your connection with your children. 
With your focus on what matters most, connection and meaningful communication, you grow more and more of it each day. So the best that you can, don't let your brain get carried away because without you stopping it at all times, it will. Remember that those thoughts are optional. I love this thought. Me too. <laughs> the progress you saw yesterday is not gone today. And on those days when it feels so hard to focus on the good stuff, remember that it only starts with one positive thought to turn it around. Yeah, so a great place to start is to picture your child's smile or connecting with you in some way. Go back to one of those cracks in the door where the light so easily gets in. Those moments that light you up no matter how briefly they happen. And just sit with that, picture it, and feel it. And notice what comes from there as one more beautiful thought or memory jumps on and you are reminded once again how far you have come and what truly matters and what you focus on will indeed grow. If you have any questions on this topic or on any of our episodes, please do not hesitate to reach out to us by email or DM us on Instagram or Facebook. We love to answer questions and share what we can to help. And as always, remember that true progress comes from the connection and communication opportunities that you create one tiny interaction at a time. And there is no one better than you to do it. Have a great week. If you liked this podcast episode, make sure to subscribe, like, and follow. Too few families have this information, and it's important for them to hear it as early as possible. And to help us spread the word, please leave us a review and share on Instagram and tag us at our handle at Connect Speech when you do. Or check us out on our website at www.connect-speech.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.